Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what's up? It's your homegirl, Complex Angel, and I'm the Vibe. And it's your girl, Queen K. I'm the Vision. And welcome back to another episode of Queens with Vibes and Visions. So, Queen K, how was your week since last week? Uh, it was interesting. Um, I was preparing myself to go back to work today, y'all, so... Okay, no, but uh, I was ready to go back to work um, partly because it felt like I never left because I still had my kids to tend to. So, um, <laughs> but other than that, it was really peaceful. Um, I I had fun. I I got out of my head and did something that I don't think I would ever did in a million years if it wasn't for complex my sisters and everybody telling me to get out of my head. But uh, it turned out really nice. Um, yeah. yeah, I feel really good. I feel really good about this current situation that I'm in. But um, other than that, God woke me up again at the end of the day. I was able to make, you know, one step, you know, one more step towards my purpose in life. Um, I was okay. happy just because I made myself happy. So I'm cool. Everything is good. What about you? Um, man, well, first of all, I want to say Happy New Year. Uh, I actually brought my New Year in in Virginia, like I said. My coworker, Danita, and her sister, Danita, well, I call them both my coworkers. We used to all work together, but me and Danita just currently work together. But they invited me out to Virginia with their family. They rented an Airbnb, and it was just so different. We had game game night. Um, We had karaoke, and just like you, I'm a person that gets in my head. And I just got out of my head and, you know, just, like, had fun. Like, there's a video mm-hmm. floating around of me doing a Harlem shake because I was, it was a dare, but it was fun. <laughs> it was so fun. But <laughs> um, other than that, you know, like I, like you said, like, this guy waking me up this morning, I have, like, had a new mentality since I left Virginia. Like, you know, I'm just ready to get this book out, ready to fix my credit. Like, just like, you know, really just mm-hmm. ready to live life in my 30s. So, yeah. So yes, yes, girl, I'm here for it. <laughs> right. All right. Start the show. All right. So complex. With that said, what's the sip and tea for the soul topic tonight? So this sip and tea for the soul topic tonight is my favorite one. Um, I was I just <laughs> put Queen K onto the show. We are talking about yes. the show by Issa Rae, Insecure. Woo. Um. Before I get into my first aspect, I just really want to say that this show really spoke a lot to me. Um, It really showed me, um, as a woman, my toxic ways. And the person that I could really relate to was Molly because of, like, how she was trying to find love, but she had this whole superficial image of what it was. So it's like if anything was just a little bit off about a guy, she would just quickly turn her feelings off. And I was like, oh, my gosh, she's just showing me right now. And um, the reason why I wanted to just, like, you know, talk about this, because I feel like they highlight a lot of stuff we as women go through. Yes. So with that being said, my first aspect is uh, the scene where Molly showed up to Jared's door. So the first question that came to mind when I was watching this scene was, um, do you think when we are trying to do and find what makes us happy in life, it can make us come off as selfish in others' eyes? Because you remember how she told him that she was wanting to be friends, but then when she got kicked to the curb, it's like, okay, you're, you're who I want now. Yeah, you're my comfort zone. Um, I definitely mm-hmm. think to the person that's involved, we can come off selfish because we're not thinking mm-hmm. about how they feel about the situation. Like in that whole thing, she didn't care how he felt about just being friends after she led him on to believe that there could have been more, you know, that they were really yes. vibing. And for her to just get, you know, the only reason why she stopped talking to him is because the dating app, it accepted her. Um, so she wants mm-hmm. to find another guy, and then once that didn't work out, then you're going to go back to your comfort zone. I mean, to us, it's just, you know, wanting to do what we want to do to make us happy, but then again, we have to look at how they feel, too. It's not always about yeah. it, especially when it's another person involved, and she didn't do that. She didn't care. She know, oh, yeah, you like me a lot, so I can just go back to you if this don't work out, and that's what she did. True, that part. 
Um, I definitely agree with everything that you just said. And I also think that we're oblivious that we can come off selfish to others because I know mm-hmm, for me yeah. growing up, you know, I've always, like, you know, tried to find love. But if, a, if I was just like Molly, if a guy was, if, if anything was off about him, like the way he clipped his toenails or the way he chewed, I'll be like, mm, <laughs> no, you know, like, or, or just like, you know, like, something wrong in his character traits, you know, like his personality, like, no, this isn't going to work, you know, and it's like whenever I would, like, there have been times too, I hate to say this, but there have been times where, like, I would be talking to a guy and then another guy would show interest and it's like, okay, yeah, I'm going to turn my feelings off for you because he's more interesting to you. (laughs) And, yeah, so it's like, I'm telling you, Molly really read my life because that would have been a move that I did, you know what I'm saying, just popping up and thinking that this is a person that you're going to fall back on. And it's like doing stuff like that, people like me and Molly, you know what I'm saying, we we are, we're oblivious to what the the hurt that we're causing, and we only want to focus on the hurt that they're giving us. You get what I'm saying? So yes, I definitely mm-hmm. understand that. Um, okay, so my next question under this aspect is, so on Grapevine, y'all know I talk about this show all the time. Aisha, mm-hmm. one of the debaters on there, said that as females, it was an episode where they were talking about the dating game for black women. And she said, as females, when we date, we don't see the guy in front of us because we have this ideal image of who they are in our head. So we see the ideal image of them in front of us instead. Do you think this is why Molly can't have a successful relationship? Or you think there's other factors that plays into that? Oh, with Molly, I feel like it, it is that, too. She sees what she wants too up front, but I feel like it's a lot of personal issues is the reason why she sees all the good that she wants up front. Like, um, mm. she got a lot of family issues and issues within herself. That's the reason that she's like that, because I'm not going to lie, I didn't too much care for Molly. I felt like mm-hmm. she did a lot of stuff to hurt herself. Um mm-hmm. But I do, I do feel like it, it's a it, both of them things played a factor in as to why she couldn't get a good relationship going or keep one, um, because it was just like she would see all this good stuff, but like you said, once one little thing, you know, one one little bad thing that she didn't like, she would just discard them like trash, and then she'll move on to the next, and she'll fall head over heels off of what mm-hmm. she think everything is, and then. The one little thing, she cutting them off. So I think it's a lot of her own personal issues that she needed to solve. That's why I was happy that she did start going to the therapist. Even though, I hope that in later seasons, you know, she'll start seeing the error in her ways. But as of right now, at the end of the season four, she still wasn't getting it. Like, it's not all about Molly. So, yeah, it was definitely both playing a factor. That part. I feel like, yes, like her having this ideal image of what a relationship is like is a factor. I also feel like she's trying, she was trying to mirror her relationship off of her mom and dad's relationship because she always thought it was yeah. perfect. Oh. But then when she found out from one of the messy ass aunties, because you know, we always got one in the family. You know, but at the same time, it was coming. It was coming from a loving place because she was like, "What he put yeah. my sister through," but it's like to find out that he cheated, and it's like now you're yeah. not this perfect person. But it's like her mom said the realest thing when she asked her, like, "What? Why did you stay?" And she was like, "Because he made me feel good more than he ever hurt me." You know what I'm saying? And like mm-hmm. that's the realest thing. And I was hoping that that conversation she had with her mom would have made her see the error of her ways. But you're right. At the end of season four, she still didn't get it. Girl, so it's like, she, <laughs> she, she still doesn't get it. It's like Molly really does feel like the world revolves around her. And it's like watching her character, Queen K, I kid you not, I understand why people used to say the world don't revolve around you, Tasha. Because I'm like – what? I, I'm not the center of attention. <laughs> I'm always a giving person. But, no, when it came to love, oh, I I felt like you had to give me all of your attention. And it's like, you know, with the guy, uh, Andrew, fine-ass Asian boy. Shout out to Ethan Ray for the fucking casting, dog. That's what I said. He was, 
he was so patient with her. You know, he even made jokes about, like, well, are we going to have our next day? Because you never know how you are. But he was always there. Mm -hmm. But it's like when he said that he was dating others, it was a problem. You know what I'm saying? But I do – I do commend her for being, like, you know, for being the bigger person and texting him, like, hey, I thought we were just having fun, but I realized I really do like you. But I just feel like she also has to let her friends stop getting in her head, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. how they remember they were talking negative about Jared not having a college degree. It was okay at first, but when they said something. And, you know, and then about him, you yeah. know, with him having that that oral sex thing with the same guy like the only Mm -hmm. yeah the only person that was open-minded was Issa you know what I'm saying and it's like I feel like her you know I'm saying I feel like okay I feel like her her opinion should matter the most because she you knew Issa longer than you knew Kelly and Tiffany you know what I'm saying but I just feel like those played a factor in it too but yeah so all right you got the next aspect (laughs) All right, so before I get into my aspect, I'm going to do what you did. Um, I'm going to say the character that I I feel like I kind of mirror and with who it is <laughs> is Issa. Um, uh, y'all don't understand, like, uh, how my love life is, how my career, me trying to figure out what the hell I want to do in life. I am her, okay? I wanted yeah. to make sure I had everything established before 30. I feel like my, my clock is ticking, and I'm not there yet. Yes. So I really feel her on everything that she's doing. Like, I'm loving the growth of season four, like how she has grown grown and involved. Like, I see it from season one to season four. She's, she knows what she wants to do a little more now. But anyway, yeah. I really relate to Issa a lot. Um, yeah, that's my girl. But my first aspect <laughs> is the scene where Issa decides to give Daniel oral, and he pretty much <laughs> comes in her eye, and he tells her, well, now you see how I felt, okay? Now, I'm going to do a little rewind, okay? A rewind before I get into this. Now, he did that as, like, revenge because, they had messed around. She cheated on Lawrence. And I'm sorry, anybody that did not watch this yet. I'm sorry for the spoilers. Please go watch it. Don't I mean, listen. Still, yeah, just keep go watch it. Don't listen. Yes. But um, <laughs> anyway, back to my rewind. She cheats on Lawrence with Daniel. Um, her and Lawrence get on good terms and all that stuff. Uh, Daniel ends up showing up to a fundraiser event that she's having for her job. We got y'all. And uh, mm-hmm. she pretty much tells him, you were just an itch I needed to scratch. Like, just mm. like that, like, hardcore, okay? So uh, <laughs> he does this little thing where he, he pretty much makes her feel disgusted. And, um, you know, she really is disgusted by this because, one, she decided to even do this act on him and for him to take it an extra mile and then to say, well, now you see how I feel, okay? So my first question is, do you think men hold on to – to their hurt, just like women do, just to get revenge? Mm, I honestly feel like, okay, because when, when watching that, I really felt like it was an honest mistake because he was in the moment. But I guess it's like when he realized that she was mad, I feel like he was saying, mm-hmm. like, okay, but you act you act like you perfect, you know what I'm saying? Like, in a sense, you can mm. kind of see how I felt when you said what you said to me. And it's like, you know, that pissed her off even more. But yeah. I feel like, yeah, men men are not allowed to express their emotions. And some will, you know what I'm saying, get revenge. Look at Greg on uh on Girlfriends with Tony. You know what I'm saying? After multiple chances, yeah. then her trying to give him an STD, you know, he brought a bitch to her house. So, yes, you can, just like you can drive a woman crazy, you can drive a man to go crazy, you know what I'm saying? But I just feel like in that moment, it was just like, okay, Issa, you you, you tripping, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, you know, mm-hmm. we were both in the moment and everything like that, and I feel like you taking this a little bit further, like you, like, like you basically – you're basically taking this more further than, and, and you're, it's blinding you from, like, seeing that I've always been in your corner. I've always been the what if yeah. I've always been here for you. I let you sleep on my couch rent-free and everything like that. But it's like, what the fuck? So, I don't know. It's just like, I, I didn't see it in that. Mm. But I do believe that there are, there are men out there. Like, because, like, they, they, they go back since high school. You know, it's like they were friends first. Yeah. It's like he, he, he really cares for her. And it's like Issa is always 
I love Issa, and I'm not judging her because I've been like this, but Issa is always sitting up there like, oh, yeah, you're my what-if guy, but then, oh, you know we're just friends. But then you get mad when he brings another bitch mm-hmm. over to his house. Did you, know, did you not know that exactly. I was here last night? She showed a lot of entitlement in that. And, like, whenever he gave her a chance, like, Issa, why are you here? She would be like, because you're close to my job. It's like, well, goddamn. So that's yeah, how I she was. What, a, what about you? <laughs> What about me? Okay, I didn't see it that way until you broke it down that way, right? I didn't at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but I saw it as him really just holding on to that hurt. Like, I felt like he didn't know exactly what he was going to do to get her back. But if you looked mm-hmm. at his face after she said you were just an itch, I wanted to scratch. He looked like he wanted to slap the shit out of her right there. But he didn't, <laughs> right? Yes, so in my right. mind, I'm like, oh, he said, oh, he about to get her back. He about to do something <laughs> to get her back. Right. So I already thought, like, something was planned. Yeah, I didn't think it was going to be that. Like, I was just like, oh, now he rude. She ain't even, mm-hmm. like, but, but how you <laughs> put it is, yeah, you know, she kind of did see, okay, you made me feel stupid. Now look. Now look how you mm-hmm. feel. You know, so yeah. I do see it in that way, too. I get that. But I feel like that was just disgusting. If she didn't ask for you to put it on her face, don't do that. <laughs> no, he could have said, he could have even said, hell, you got to leave my house or something like that. You know, don't, don't do that. I'm going to be don't, honest don't with look. you. Listen, I'm going to be honest with you. Sometimes men can't control where it goes. You know what I'm saying? Because there have been times where, Babe has kind of squirted in my face, and it's like, well, but you know, it's like oh, we don't say nothing when we come in the airs. We don't say nothing when we hey, come in. You know, hey, I'm just being honest. Hey, you know what I'm saying? I, they I don't know. I, you say, <laughs> they say down there. They <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like they they shooting. So I'm just saying, I, but I definitely see it from your perspective. I see it from your perspective too. I do. It's crazy how we could both watch something and interpret it different ways but yeah you're right you know what I'm saying he was hurt too and it's like if she didn't ask yeah. for that you're right but shoot he, he wasn't expecting that like damn this what we doing but yeah <laughs> I know so that's even more reason that he should have just said something like don't do that yeah. then in her eyes right. you know they could get pink eye like that no you don't do stuff like that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay oh, so Okay, so y'all, uh, oh, my first, I mean, my second question under this aspect is, why do you think men are so hurt when the woman switches the roles? And I'm meaning from the from the scene that I told y'all about where Issa pretty much told him, oh, you was nothing but an itch I needed to scratch. Or when she said, he was like, why are you here? Because your place is close to my job. Like, why? That's what I want to know. I think because they're not used to us having a voice. Like, um, my teacher pointed this out a long time ago that it, it was always meant for women to be silent. You know, she was like, if you look at the toys that girls get, it's Barbie dolls who don't say nothing, um, you know, who have nurturing, like babies and stuff. Then the guys, they have the action figures, the, the loud cars and stuff like that. So, they're not used to us. Like, you know, back in the day, shoot, men were able to beat on us. Um, you know, men, we, we had to have them there to co-sign for our house. Like, we, we couldn't move without a man. And it's like men mm. took advantage of that. You know what I'm saying? Men had babies with this lady down the street. You know what I'm saying? But got a, got a wife at home. And, you know, women had to suck that up. And everything like on Cadillac Records, favorite movie, Gabrielle Union. Yeah. Remember when he kept cheating? She was like, "I'm bared. I can't give him any more kids." Girl, women are tired mm-hmm. of that. They're so tired of that. You know, like like we we get broken down to our lowest. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that men can't either, but I just feel like men have a quicker. <sighs> They their breaking point comes a little bit quicker than ours. We tolerate more than what we allow ourselves to. And there's one out there like, you know what, no, I'm about to change the game. And honestly, it's, I keep hating to reference mm-hmm. that book, but fuck him, Nice Girls Finish Single. He said it Girl, in there. Like, the they, love, they love a challenge. They, right, they love a challenge. So it's like... You, you see, when a woman talks to a man all me, why you got to act like that? You get the nice side of him, but when we're being nice, bitch, get out of my face. You so fucking clingy. Like, yo, calm down. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. What about you? 
Girl, I feel everything you just said. <laughs> everything you just said. Um, I just think they hurt when we pull a, you know, a you on them. They can't take it yeah. because we didn't flip the game. They don't know how to respond yep. because they're so used to us being the ones emotional, you know, and all over the yep. place. When we're like, man, fuck you, next. They, they <laughs> cannot take it. Like, they lose their minds. Um, yes. In my last relationship, I don't care how many times, well, I, well, I can't say how many times because I don't know about all of them, but I did know, like, when he cheated on me um, and I was just like, oh, okay, well, cool then. You go ahead and do you. He could not take, when I found out he was entertaining other people, like, before I was all emotional and, why would you do that? But once I didn't care and I told him, okay, you can leave and get the, get out my house, it was like, well, mm-hmm. well, why? You just going to throw away us? Yes, yes, I am. Like, they can't take it. They can't take it. Yeah. They yep. really can't. Not chip off his feet. Oh, yeah. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Did the little girl, you got to knock him off their square here and there. You got to let them know. Yes. All right, I'm about to leave. Well, bye. Have fun. Thank you. <laughs> no, you got, you have to. I think in today's society, women, we have to be just as tough. I'm serious. Mm-hmm. We are, you know, we are important, too. We owe it to ourselves and our mental state. It's okay. I don't care if you fake it. Fake it till you make it. Say what you want to say. When that nigga leave, you know, cry. It's okay, but don't yep. let him do that. Don't let yes. him do that. Don't let him that do that. You know, play that poker face until he walk out that door. Then you break down to one of your friends. But no, other than that, nah, sis. Let him know. Right. No, okay. You ain't hurting me. I'm telling you, we have to protect us. It's sad. It takes me to not care to get to that point. <laughs> but, but, okay. Well, going into my last aspect, we kind of going to swing it back to Daniel with Issa, you know, with him being in the friend zone with her. Uh, my first mm-hmm. question under this one is, why do we as people continue to give our all to a person who makes it clear we will always be friends or just fuck buddies? Mm, because Deep down inside, we wish it'd be something more. That We're hoping that it's something more. Um, mm-hmm. We see, you know, in our head, we, we put this whole picture together of one day, you know, everything will be perfect, we'll be together, you know, they'll realize what they got, you know, then we start falling in love with them. So when you love somebody, you don't care what your title is, you'll give your all for that person, especially when you really love, like, and Daniel's and Issa's, um, uh, situation. I feel like Daniel mm-hmm. Daniel really loves Issa, like a, mm-hmm. like he you know would love a woman, but Issa loves him like a brother. Slash, I can mm. get something from you whenever I want. Like, and I think that's right. the problem because he loves her more than she even loves him. Like she she's okay yeah. with putting him in the friend zone, and it just that's because like she said, she thought that he would have been the one to approach her first with being in a relationship. And when he didn't, she just said, oh, well, fuck it. We just going to keep doing what we're doing. So in her head, mm. she's like, it would never work as a relationship because he didn't ask me before. And she don't want to try it. I don't think she will try it with him. But I really feel like we do that with a person that we love. That love makes you do mm-hmm. some crazy stuff, even if you don't have a title. Yeah. Yeah, you hit it right on the nose. Love will make you do some crazy things because I'm a ripper band-aid off. Um, I was actually in this situation back when I was 18. Uh, this guy that I considered a best friend, he was my prom date. You know, um, I had a couple of friends and, well, actually one friend in my ear that was kind of hyping me up to make me think that it was more than what it was. And he was actually stringing me along and, you know, like saying, like, you know how I feel about you and everything like that. And it's like I would try to play that role. So it's like I wanted to be everything for him. But it's like after a while I got tired of being that person because it's like looking back at it, it was a manipulative, controlling type thing because it's like when he was in relationships, I was forced to put my feelings to the side and, you know, be cordial with his girl, but it's like when I was in a relationship, he didn't want to get to know the guy. He, you know, felt like nobody could make make me happy but him. It was like a mind game. You get what I'm saying? And it's like mm-hmm. I really identified with Daniel. It's like, why are you here? You know what I'm saying? Like I'm always there mm-hmm. for you and everything like that. And it's like 
you're just, you're, I'm confused. I don't know what the fuck you want from me. So it's like that question yeah. came to my mind, like, well, why do we continue to be there for that person if we know they're never going to give us what we what we really want from them? You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. But um, my last question under there is, do you feel Daniel was wrong to say what he said to Issa about her not being passionate over anything in life when they were getting something to eat and he told her what he did um, when the guy tried to help him out and she sided with the other guy? I don't think he was wrong because at that moment, Issa wasn't passionate about nothing. Like, she didn't know, you know, if she wanted to stay at the job or she wanted to quit. She was doing uh, Uber and, I mean, Lyft and all that. She wasn't passionate about nothing. It wasn't until uh, little light skin, what's his name? Nathan came along and she actually started getting passionate about the block party, you know, with Brandon herself. So at that moment, Mm -hmm. she really didn't know, you know, when she sided with the other guy, I know Daniel felt hurt because he's like, Issa, you know me. This is my craft. This is what I've perfected over the years. Why would you say Mm -hmm. that? You know, no. I, You know, I know what sound I'm going for. And then my thing is, Issa had just sat there with him and went over the beat, and she seen how passionate he was then. So I feel like yep. she didn't understand where he was coming from because she like, well, just suck it up. And pretty much she was just like, well, just suck it up, and you shouldn't have did that. No, no. If right. I'm about to be a producer, I want my artists to hear me, not some, mm-hmm. you know, I want them to, because cause look at it. The dude liked both. He liked Daniel's version. Yeah. And he liked his other producer stuff. So my thing is for Issa to say that I, I think she really just didn't understand. And mm-hmm. that that kind of showed, like, why, I, I, I didn't like that scene. I didn't of Issa. Because it was just like, yeah. how would, why would you say that? You know this man has been passionate about this since y'all were younger. You know, don't do that. Mm-hmm. You're kind of like shitting on his craft. Because you're just like, well, you should have just sucked it up. And you shouldn't be doing stuff like that. No. No, right. let him be on top for what he loves. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with you because um, he was trying to he was trying to give that that artist a different sound. You get what I'm saying? And I understand mm-hmm. that the other guy has worked with this artist and he knows what he likes, but it's like sometimes you got to switch it up. And like you said, the artist did like yeah. it, but it's like the other guy was like, oh, since you want to fucking, uh, you know, do this to spite me, how about we ain't going to play none of that shit? I got something other for you. But it's like I wish that Daniel wouldn't have went the way he went about it because he cut he hit below the judge was talking about I'm always saving your ass and it's like damn yeah okay you know what I'm saying but I don't I don't but, feel like he was wrong I don't feel like he was wrong because you know um I I be watching the behind the scenes part after the episode is over and the guy that plays him said mm-hmm. he feels like he wanted Issa to be supportive for him in that moment, like, he's always supported mm-hmm. for her. And that's why yes. like, it just came out of frustration. But it's like, there's some things that you can say that you can't come back from. And I think that's why I hold my tongue a lot, but then I fight with myself afterwards, like, bitch, why mm-hmm. you didn't say it? Because I know that yes. I care about that friendship and I don't want to lose it. Because you see, when he was trying to have sex, she was like, no, I'm just not feeling it. And that's when she moved out. Mm-hmm. And then you know you so kind of see Daniel right. disappear he's after that. Saving her ass. Yeah, <laughs> I hope come back because he was cute. Yeah, I did. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, well, yeah. Okay. Uh, my last aspect is Team Issa and Condola. Okay, so uh-huh. um, little backstory on them, right? Uh, Issa meets Condola at Tiffany's baby shower. One over-the-top, extravagant baby shower. That's Beyonce in her head, okay? But yes. <laughs> she had Cardi B. At Tiffany's baby shower. Yes, girl, the, the pictures, okay? I was out of it. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> she, um, she meets her there, and, um, you know, uh, as Tiffany's friend that they never knew about, they didn't know Tiffany had other friends, but they didn't, anyway, they, they was the planning party of her baby shower, um, fast forward a little bit, Issa and Condola start working together after, uh, what's her name? Molly takes Issa to the movie. 
premiere and she yes. sees Condola there. You know, Condola tells her about, you know, how to plan and all that stuff. So they start working together on Ethan's block party. They're doing mm-hmm. good. Like, they vibing real good. Molly started getting a little threatened because she thought her friend was getting taken away from her, but yada, yada, yada. <laughs> um, so finally, sitting in, I think, um, Condola's office, Issa finds out that Condola is dating Lawrence. She finds us out by Tiffany, yeah. okay? So um, <laughs> the, at first, I thought all hell was about to break loose, but it didn't. Issa was like, yay, team y'all, you know, all that stuff. So it was it was a positive moment, okay? So that's where my mm-hmm. questions came from. Um, Even though it did get a little awkward at Issa's block party, they kind of like, well, not the block party. The, it was, yeah, it was the, the block one party. Before, it kind of got a little awkward. Yeah, they the, the one like before they get the sponsors. Yes. Yeah, with the sponsors. Yeah, they kind of was like standoffish, and you know, they finally pulled it together because they realized the common denominator was Lawrence. Because I know Issa probably felt some type of way because her ex Lawrence is doing all of this stuff with Condola that he never did with her. Like, take meeting her out for lunch and going on trips together. Like, they were living the life. Okay, Lawrence got himself yeah. all the way together, and I know Issa felt some type of way. But anyway. I have two questions based off of that situation. My first one is, do you think social standards play a role in women not being friends or getting along due to a shared relationship? Oh, social standards. Um, I would honestly say I don't think it has to do with social standards. I think that you can't have a shared relationship because, like, feelings are still there. Like, like like you said, because you just made me realize something that I didn't even pay attention to. Issa did get the kind of broke, depressed Lawrence, and she's getting the one that's taking her on yeah. fancy restaurants. I didn't think about that. Um, matter of fact, you know what I'm saying? Listen, y'all, this is my platform, and sometimes if I don't know a word, <laughs> I'm going to fucking define it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a damn. Uh, others, let me see you. Okay, like like the social norms. Um, I honestly, yeah, like I yeah. said, okay, so I was right then. I don't think that it has anything to do with that. I mean, I I think some people on the outside would look at like, what are you doing with her? I look at never dating your best friend's ex as a, as a, you know as a norm. Like mm. we can't be friends anymore. You broke that code. But this is somebody that Issa's trying to like really network with. She sees her as a person that can get that can open doors for her. So it's like she's trying to be a bigger person and just like suck it up and you know what? Okay, I'm gonna just act like it doesn't phase me, but it did because it's like she started daydreaming mm-hmm. and seeing her getting fucked at the baby shower. That was always Girl, me in yeah. my head. Like, oh, I wonder if he's doing the same tricks to her that he did to me. So it's like <laughs> it was affecting her more than it, it should have. I just feel like if you still have feelings for somebody, you know what I'm saying, because, like, it kind of goes more into detail in season four when Condola finally asked, well, how long were you and Issa together? And when she realized five mm-hmm. years, she was like, God damn, like, maybe y'all, y'all aren't over each other, you know what I'm saying? Because I've seen y'all, and yeah. y'all were just, like, so, like, inside jokes and shit. So I just feel like Issa probably should have stepped back, you know what I'm saying? I feel like you can be friends yeah. with somebody of a shared relationship, because I did it before, you know, it just didn't work, because she was really toxic and you know, very, like, just, like, she, she hurt anybody. She was in survival mode. But I feel like if you don't have feelings mm. for that person anymore, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we could be friends. You know what I'm saying? What about you? Yeah. Um, I I don't have a problem with it. I don't care, Um, you know, but I do feel like society will play y'all apart. Like, oh, y'all friends? How y'all friends? And that's your, you know, that's your ex new woman. Like, but why can't we be friends? And I think that's a lot to do with we all, we're always in competition with each other anyway. So there's no reason mm-hmm. why we should be cool, you know? So I think that's what it is. Yeah. And I really felt bad for Issa because it was like, she got the Lawrence that didn't dress up, didn't get a haircut, because he looked rough in season one, okay? He started looking <laughs> bad fine in season three and four. I was like, oh, okay, Lawrence, okay. But, yeah, no, he was rough, okay? So, Condola got all this good stuff, and it was just like, 
you know, people in your circle will play that against you like, oh, they got the, you know, they getting this and they getting that, but what did you get? So I really think, and then it's also with our mind as well. I think that's why mm-hmm. we are played against each other because, you know, we always feel like we the need to compete, and that's not the case. You know, build relationships and friendships. Like those two, yeah. even, you know, was talking about what he eat, mayonnaise on his fries, and it mm, was yeah. fun. But I, right. yeah, I'm telling you, and then I think it's the person that y'all share because, you know, Lawrence did start feeling some type of way when Condola laughed at him putting the mayonnaise on his fries. And she was like, Issa like, said, yeah, and he was like, about oh, no. yeah, all his friends yeah. were like, oh, no, you got to cut that out. So yeah. I feel like it is the person that y'all shared the relationship to. Like, they'll probably try to cut that out, too. That's another reason why females can't be friends with each other. They don't like that, you know, because they know that y'all going to compare notes and talk about, even though each it was other. just a light little topic. It wasn't like they went deep into detail <laughs> about them. But, yeah, right. so I feel but, like that. But do you yeah. feel... Do you feel like Issa would have gotten that, Lawrence, if she didn't cheat? Like, if she would have stuck it out? Like, because I, I never thought about that. I mean, you know, because they broke up because Ooh. of what she did. But you remember, he had got Even that though job. they broke up. Yeah. That's what I was about to say. He had got that job. Yeah. They was on the up and up. But then she yeah. did that. I think that she would have eventually got that, Lawrence, because they were – they were happy before he went into that depressed mode. You know, remember she said, yep. like, things were great. So I think she mm-hmm. would have gotten that Lawrence back if she wouldn't have cheated. Yeah. But, you know. Right, yeah. But I don't even understand why she cheated because y'all was in a good place. What the hell you going to cheat on him for? You now heard you she she wanted to get digged down. She wanted to get digged down. Sorry. <laughs> Well, crazy. You got the one. <laughs> no happy home. Right. Okay, my last question is: Do you think jealousy and manipulation will ever play a part in building a healthy friendship with your ex's new girlfriend? Uh, like, if I mean, if the it's healthy, I, I don't that, think this. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. No, I'll keep going. I'm gonna let you. Oh no, go ahead. Oh, okay. Well, I was just saying because you see how when they were trying to, I feel like in some, I don't even know. I can't even call it manipulation by Issa because she was just being her with Lawrence. And she wasn't manipulating the situation. So never mind, go ahead. But jealousy was because she was really upset with how he was doing, you know, the new Lawrence, Lawrence 2.0 was being everything mm-hmm. for Condola, but he was not there for her. She was jealous. She was, yeah, she was not happy, especially when she sought him out at that restaurant. Yeah, but go ahead. Mm. Uh, yeah, she she was hurt when he brought, um, well, no, I, I'm thinking about when he brought that coworker to the restaurant and everything. Uh, Ooh, yeah, I, think, I think it was more so jealousy on, condola side because I think Issa was really feeling Nathan. Nathan came along and showed her, you know what I'm saying, that life doesn't always have to be so routine. Like he was what made mm-hmm. he kind of encouraged her to quit. We got y'all. You know what I'm saying? He encouraged her to do the yeah. block party. So remember when she was with Molly at the uh baby shower and after she talked to um Lawrence, she was like, I really finally can say that I'm over him. But it's like Condola felt some type of way, like when she walked into the restaurant, you know, because they were meeting there, and it's like him and Issa were talking, having this inside, like, you know, like like this, this mm-hmm. inside jokes and everything, and it's like, okay, is it really over? I think that, oh, gosh, mm-hmm. you have to really, man, I don't know. I don't think that you could ever be friends with the ex or even with the ex's new person. I I never wanted to put myself in that position because I never wanted to come off like I still care about this person. I still want them. And people on the outside, even if you're trying to build a healthy relationship, people on the outside will try to make you feel like, nah, you know what I'm saying? Watch out. She's she's just playing. She's making it to fake it so she get you get what I'm saying? Like outsiders mm-hmm. can make that shit manipulative and make you start thinking crazy and trigger you to, you know what I'm saying, like make that shit go left. Yeah. Um, okay, so ripping a little Band-Aid off. Um, I actually got cool with my ex's uh, baby mother, and mm-hmm. I feel like it's a lot of manipulation on her part 
My thing is he's mm-hmm. an ex for a reason, but I guess mm-hmm. because she knows that we're good at co-parenting and, you know, we're cool now, that she felt the need to keep telling me all this bad stuff about him or um, stuff that she know about what relationship we had and the cheating and all that stuff. So she feels the need to remind me of that stuff every time we're on the phone, even though I made, me and her made a pact to never discuss mm-hmm. him, we should only be talking about the kids because we do both share kids with him and we want the siblings to be with each other. But I feel like at, I feel like that it was just a manipulation tactic. Like she didn't want us cool anymore. So she would try to tear it down every chance she gets when she got on the phone. Um, I could start off talking yeah. just solely about the kids and they'd be like, girl, let me tell you what I heard while y'all was together. But it's like, well, why? I'm not putting that much focus into it. I just care. I I love my kids. You know, I miss them. Right. I want to talk to them. But after a while, I just had to cut ties. I can't do it. Mm. Like, it it was a lot of manipulation. And I, I guess jealousy, too, because me and him were able to be cool. But my thing is, it's because we're cool because of the child that we share. That's it. That's yeah. why, we, you know, why we communicate is because of this child, because you are a good father. But that's it. There's no relationship in it. Because if, if, let's be right. honest, if I wanted them, I could have still had them, but I don't. Mm-hmm. So yeah, right. No, I definitely understand that. Trust me. Okay. Oh, yeah. That was that was a good. Set. We're gonna have, we're gonna have to do an insecure too, because there's so many other moments I want to highlight. But hey, it is what it is. <laughs> Girl, that was fun. Ooh, that was my show. Yes. All right. Um, okay. time to get into the as a woman question. It's my turn this week. All right. Yep. All I say was that as a woman question for the week. Uh, So this week, uh, my as a woman question is, uh, what is one trait you have to let go of that's hindering you? (laughs) Fear. Um, Mm -hmm. Fear has really held up my life a lot. Uh, Fear, I'm trying to conquer it and, you know, Instead of having fear, you know, increase my faith. But fear stops mm-hmm. me from doing a lot of stuff, like, as far as, like, my work life, relationship, hell, even with my kids and them growing. Like, fear stops me from doing everything because I always think about what ifs, you know, or I play bad scenarios in my head. Um, I'm mm-hmm. really trying to shake fear, but I know that that is the one thing that is stopping me from being exactly where I need and want to be at in life. Yeah. What about for you? Um, mine, mine is fear too. Uh, fear and, and anger. Uh, those are two traits that I need to let go of because um, I still get upset about certain situations that happen to me. Are certain people like you know who I invested my time into, whether it was friendship or relationship, and like how it went left, and it's like my anger blinds me from seeing the blessings that I have in front of me, from seeing where I'm at now. So uh, I've been Mm -hmm. slowly working on that fear, you know, getting in my head, uh, being afraid to take opportunities. If I would get invited to someone's birthday, pre, you know, before COVID, if I would get invited to go to open mic, I would just make excuses to not go because it's like, I didn't know the person. I felt like we wouldn't have anything in common. Like, I just always felt like I was supposed to be, like, a loner. You know what I'm saying? So I, I'm not like those girls who have the, all of their friends there and having matching pajama to take pictures and stuff like that. I'm, I don't really care. Like, I just rather enjoy the moment rather than trying to post it to make sure that everybody on Instagram or Facebook sees it. So it's like mm-hmm. a lot of my pictures, I'm by myself. So it's like I don't really know how to – socialize with people so but I I decided to overstep that fear you know and I went out to Virginia and it's like I really just you know said I'm going to have fun and make the best of it and I met some great people and I've created some new friendships you know so but those are two traits that I need to let go of because they will hinder me and make me procrastinate and everything girl yeah story of my life <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was a good one. I like that question. It knocked me off my square when I first heard it. I was like, oh, wow. Why well, she hit me with that one? But, <laughs> but yeah. Um, okay, so our next segment is Glowing Business Complex. Do you have any Glowing Businesses? 
Yes, I want to shout out Andrea Brown for B Bella Company. She has a line of products that is dedicated and services the vagina. She has the mm. um yes. She has like little I'm trying to go to the shop part so I can make sure. She has body soaps, she has amber goddess body oils, she even has soap for men because she feels like when men have sex they have to make sure that their genital area part is clean too because that can affect us. That can knock off our pH balance. Mm, okay. Um yes, she has uh Angel Baby Whip Soaps, uh, let me see, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, it's a lot, it's like 25 pages. She has Personal Cleanser, she has Charcoal Soap Bar, um, she has Body and Linen Mist, Blueberry Body Scrub, let me see, it's a lot, Bath Salts, she has it all. I think she even, she has beard oils for the men out there with beards, she has Dream Facial Mask, it's a lot of products. I think she even has pills that you can take to make it, you know, to make your vagina taste good, you know, like to where guys get addicted to going down. Like, please support her. Go to bbellacompany.com. That's B-E-B-E-L-L-A company.com. Please support her. Um, she used to have a podcast mm. called the, uh, B, I think, Not So Pretty Thoughts, and she talked about a lot of, you know, how to keep, how to make sure that your vagina has the pH balance. She talked about how Yoni Pearls is better than birth control and everything. Please support her. She knows what she is talking about, and she is one woman who loves herself. She is a queen. Support. And that's my glowing business. What uh, about you? I don't have one, but can you spell that out again? What's her, what's her <laughs> website? Uh, B-E, Bella, uh-huh. B-E-L-L-A, company.com, bbellacompany.com. Okay, I'm definitely about to order. <laughs> yep. I don't have she one. even got a, a good one. Y'all better order. She even got a body scrub called Me Pussy. So, yes, please go. Oh, <laughs> it's okay <support>. now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> All right, Queen K, you got okay, anything so you want to say? Segment. Oh, girl, just pray for me, okay? Pray that I stay out of my head and okay. um, just, just, Y'all, it's been a minute since I've been in this whole little dating field, and <laughs> and I'm in my head like tough. So I need y'all to pray for me, okay? Because I'll, this is cool. It's fun, you know. I like where this one little situation could be heading. So I, but I stay in my head a lot, and I will ruin something because of my thoughts. So y'all pray for my strength through this, please. But other than that, yep. no, nah, that's all I got to say. Just pray for your girl, okay? And, oh, try something new. I want everybody, <laughs> during this month of January, I want everybody to try something new, okay? Do something that you don't think that you could ever do. Just do it, okay? Don't even think about it. Just do it. What about you? That's your damn you homework. Uh, okay. I just want to know. I have a question. Um, so I'm I'm wearing my hair natural until I get it braided this uh, this Saturday, and I'm proud of myself. You know, I video called Queen K, and she was like, "You actually did good with your little flat twist." Because I struggled in the beginning; mm-hmm. it was looking like an X. <laughs> but I just want to know why my hair is so dry. Like when I take my bonnet off the next day, it looks like my hair looks like buckwheat. Like I just like like took I just took a sew in out and I got a whole bunch of new why is it supposed to be that dry? Am I moisturizing it right, Queen K? Um, you might have to look into the oils that you're using. Um I yeah, I would you should do some research on your hair type so you'll see what works for you. And then another thing that you could start doing is um, even though you put the, the satin bonnet on your head, but just, like, lightly mist your hair with water and then put a plastic shower cap on, then put your bonnet on, girl, you'll wake up feeling like you just put a wash, I mean, just did a wash and go, I'm telling you. Because I suffer okay. from that, too, but I realized that it was the oils that I was using and then the conditioners, too. So be careful of that, too. You got to really look into those things. But look up your hair type on YouTube. And you'll get all the little tips and tricks because that's what I did. About to get to studying this weekend. All right. Okay. Okay. Well, that's me. <laughs> then you got some homework. Queen <laughs> K, what is the AO Kings and Queens uh, listen up quote this week? 
All right, y'all. So these two quotes are sponsored by Pinterest. Um, y'all know we didn't had a love hate relationship, but anyway, <laughs> they have the best quotes for me. Um, my first one is the comeback is always stronger than the setback. Okay, y'all. I thought 2020 was gonna swallow me whole. Like the beginning mm-hmm. of 2020, I was laid up in a hospital, not being able to move my legs, and to now. I'm, I'm, you know, and then another thing I was struggling with is not loving myself and just feeling real low. But now I'm in a better mindset. I'm focused on my goals more, um, and I'm just living. I'm living and being happy while doing it. So don't think for a minute that that setback won't make for a greater comeback because it'll just make you work that much harder to, you know, say I did it. I pulled through. So, yeah, y'all, right. if you're going through something right now, just know that you're going to come out stronger. God only gives his battles to his strongest warriors. So please remember that. And he won't leave you. Okay? Yes. My next one is a fresh start isn't a new place. It's a new mindset. Okay? Now, that one spoke out to me because in my head I thought that if you move away from your problems, you'll be better. But I had to realize that my problems will follow me wherever I go if I don't change my thought process. If I'm always thinking down or negative thoughts, it don't matter what state I'm in. I'm still going to experience the same problems because my mindset has not changed. So, y'all, we have to think Mm -hmm. about, before we think about upping and rerouting to a different area or a different state or even a different country, we need to make mm-hmm. sure our mind is prepared first. Your mind is the strongest part of your body, I'm telling you. Alongside the heart, that mind will take you places. But we have to make sure it's together. You have to think those positive thoughts. You have to strive for greatness. You have to always think it and say it in order to fully move on. So those are my mm. A.O. King and Queen's quotes for the week. Complex with that no apology thought. Well, first I want to say you didn't have to drag me like Pastor Mike Todd, but it's cool because I swear my mindset was – my I did not change my mindset when I first moved here. But it's cool. It's cool. So I actually got two no apology thoughts this week. My first one is I just want to say please be open to meeting new people on your journey in life. Don't get in this mindset of no new friends because a lot of your friends that you grew up with are very close-minded and they probably can't get you to the next level in your life, I'm telling you, be open because you never know what great people you'll meet, and you'll never know what new things you can learn. And my other no apology thought, I I got it right before the show started tonight. It said, be scared and do it anyway. Be underqualified and get in the room anyway. Be messy and perfect and unsure and show up anyway. Comfort is the enemy of growth. Get uncomfortable. And, I'm, you know, it, 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 there's no explanation to it. Like, you know, go in with what you have, step out on faith, have fun, live life, don't care about what anybody else thinks because we are all trying to get it together in this life. Everybody has problems. They're going to judge you regardless, mm-hmm. so live your life. And that's my no apology thoughts for tonight. Yes. All right, y'all better do uh, Queen K's homework. She does not play yep. her kids. You know, they they told me we don't like this teacher. She is she will whoop your ass if you don't do your homework. So please <laughs> do something new this month. And with that being said, I'm Complex Angel. I'm the vibe, and I'm Queen K. I'm the vision. And peace and love. We are out. Peace and love, y'all.